If hearing Drake say flip the switch doesn't immediately make you think of cross-dressing, this podcast ain't for you. If you're touching your face at all, this podcast ain't for you. (laughs) And if you're still reading that word for an internet joke and pronouncing it as Mimi, man, this this podcast podcast ain't ain't for you. you. Hey, welcome. Sit back. Enjoy. Welcome. Take two. Take two, because we tried to start this podcast and we fucked up, so we got to start over. We didn't do nothing. I sit on this couch and write my little jokes. <sighs> See, what happened was I didn't press the record button, but guess what? We're still here. Hey. Welcome to You Mad It's a Mean Podcast, the podcast where we discuss the things you thought you gave a fuck about this week. It's your trusty co-host, Chuck. And Jordan. And yeah, man, we're your favorite podcast, Coronavirus Vaccine. This week. They told you there wasn't one ready yet. But guess what? It's us. <laughs> so if you listen to us, you get the vaccine because we give it to you at the very end of the podcast. So you got to listen all the way all through. All the way through. It's the YouTube gotcha <laughs> moment. Shit. Yeah. We're Rick rolling you via uh, voice. Uh, so yeah, man, the, the coronavirus. Let's just get into it because I'm frustrated. Yeah. There's literally facts every five seconds, not facts the next five seconds, fact checking right after that. And then everything in between of what you should do, what you shouldn't do, and just madness. <laughs> so last week we said we didn't give a fuck about the coronavirus. I remember that. We give a fuck now because <laughs> it it's starting to affect the it's globe. It's a little sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> Not only has it fucked with the stock market, it's fucked up travel. It's fucked up uh any type of major gathering, South by Southwest. South by Southwest. It's cooked, man. Which is a weird, honestly, kind of a weird juxtaposition because for the last four to five years, I would say that people have been like, South by Southwest is not the same because it's too crowded and it's not what it used to be because it's been like an indie festival, mm-hmm. but now major celebrities are coming and so it's getting like stupid packed. People are getting run over in the street, stuff like that. So that's you a weird... Get ran over? Okay, so someone doesn't read the news. Yes. <laughs> and it's South just, by? Yes. Oh, okay. But it's also just kind of one of those things where it's like crazy shit's going to happen when you get that many people into like of a, course. A, a specific area. Something else we were talking about at work this week is, um, so yeah, South by Southwest might be canceled, but that doesn't mean that everybody's travel plans, hotel reservations, that shit's not getting canceled. So like everybody's just about to be in Austin? Fuck it. <laughs> It's lit out there. No music. <laughs> just weirdo. Yeah, just out in the street. Like, damn, you you couldn't cancel your shit either? Us either. No refund hey, man, policy. Hey, <laughs> listen to my SoundCloud. <laughs> Here's a demo. It's going to be nothing So maybe that. it'll be like the original South By because there's no major parties, no major sponsors. Uh-huh. They've all backed out. It, it's going back to the original. To the roots. Man, it's like. Secret a- screenings underground. Like, we did it. We're not supposed to. But it's here. If you want to come, you at your own risk. You might die. Maybe this is the plot all along. Just (laughs) to get civilization back to the roots. Population control. Yeah, man. (laughs) If you want to travel anywhere in the world right now, I think uh, flights are going for like (laughs) $2.56. They're so cheap right now. $2 to Australia. One one way. Exactly. Direct flight. Shit, customs ain't even going to let you in. They're going to be like, nah. You can battle your way in, but yeah. that's it. You got to go against the boss battle in Australia. <laughs> and it's a 12-foot tall kangaroo with boxing gloves. With chlamydia. <laughs> and on fire. <laughs> <laughs> don't go to Australia. Go to, go to Hawaii. I don't think they got it out there yet. Just don't go to the, you know, I don't need to say it. Yeah. Know. So, the the thing is, man, not only is it fucking up, you know, our money, now it's making people, like, teach people how to wash your hands again. Yeah. This is one of those things that we're going to tell our kids about in the future and be like, yeah, that one time that we had to, like, learn about hygiene again. (laughs) But, so, my mom was uh, kicking it with us earlier, and she was mentioning the coronavirus and shit. And remember, this same shit, it's like SARS tried it, Mm -hmm. the swine flu tried it. Mm -hmm. Uh, smallpox or whatever the fuck. Smallpox. Wasn't it a chicken one? <laughs> the bird flu? Wasn't it Big Bird's Revenge? It was one of them. So they all tried to do what the coronavirus virus right now, uh, COV-19, is doing successfully, and that's fucking up the world. 
And I'm here for it. <laughs> I told y'all I am ready for the apocalypse. And if, if it's, it has if to it's be the time, corona, it's time. I am Negan now. Make sure you write with what you need to be right with. Call me the biggest bad man ever. Because I'm <laughs> fucking you up. Don't don't come for me in mines. Uh, well, I'm Rick, not Negan. I'll be Nick. Meanwhile, only Rick. the strongest immune system survived. <laughs> and that ain't me. So, uh, don't give me my flowers while I'm here. <laughs> Because I ain't going to make it that much longer. <laughs> Better start throwing down some leafy greens. <laughs> Let's by God. T- turn into the bubble boy. Fuck around and put myself on a bubble. Suddenly, Dr. Sebi's entire life sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that sea moss. <laughs> I need that. The cucumber. Yeah. Cucumber uh, water. <laughs> <laughs> so, we we are now taking the coronavirus serious. Uh you know, all jokes aside, take care of yourselves. My very favorite thing that they keep talking about is um, that, you know, you should be washing your hands for 30 seconds to even make the hand wash worth it, basically. Mm. And so then they, they've all created these, like, um, infographics of choruses or songs that you can sing that are 30 seconds long. So make sure you sing it in your head and not until you shouldn't be done washing your hands until you're done singing that part. I seen this woman rap a Nicki Minaj verse. Word for word, looking real geeky. And it just pissed me off. Because I'm like, okay, this is cool. This is cute. Motherfucking right. Yeah, V to the 10. Like, bruh. Mine Find was, another one. The one I latched onto was Baby Hit Me One More Time. The thing is, every time I like get there, I can't remember how it starts. So I've already spent 20 seconds trying to remember where, it, like, what word to start with. Then once I get there, I got to sing the whole thing. So now we're here for like 45 seconds. So I'm extra clean. <laughs> get all the shits off my hands. You wash your hands, do all that. And all you do is just touch the bathroom door and you fuck. Fucked. It doesn't even fucking matter. And then you scratch your eyes and then <laughs> congratulations. You have pink eye. The thing that I really can't do is not touch my face because I don't wear makeup every single day. If I wear makeup, I'm good. That's a shield. That's a barrier. I'm not. Right. There will be no contact from my hands. Big facts. But if I am, which majority of the time I don't have makeup on, I am rubbing my face. That is my stress move. I'm constantly like rubbing like the middle of my face just like a cartoon character wiping. I just want to wipe all my eyeballs off because I'd be so stressed out. <laughs> I touch my face probably the same amount as the average person, but what I do more than anything is play with my beard. Oh. Yeah, and they said we were supposed to cut that shit off, and I screamed, you got me fucked up. <laughs> I'd rather die. Yeah. <laughs> if I cut this beard off, I'm going to look like a mole rat. Death before facial hair? Yeah. This, I am Samson. This is my shield. <laughs> it will never leave my face. Oh. If I cut my beard, my wife may leave me. <laughs> with the baby. With the baby. <laughs> baby and her. Gone. Don't show up until that beer back, baby. Holla. Uh, so, we've learned. Yeah. We're aware. Here's when you know you need to be worried. When Trump says, ah, oh, don't worry about it. We got it. Boom. If your gotcha. president downplays right. it, it's bad. It's bad. He ain't have that, you know, cool, suave shit like uh. Obama when uh, the swine flu was around. Like, my nigga, we don't even eat pork. So, we good. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Trump, like... Uh, don't worry about it, guys. Make sure the poor people get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Chappelle skit shit. <laughs> oh, literally. Oh, no, nah, man. It, it's bad. Uh, but yeah, take care of yourselves, y'all. Mm-hmm. Please do. Okay, well, since we're talking about Trump, we can talk about the motherfucking primaries because... I okay. got a story to tell. Okay. Sit back, boys and girls, because I've been waiting for this shit. So, first of all, I'm, you didn't vote because your license is still in Arkansas. Yes, I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> we've discussed this on the pod. Old, old episode when we was recording at Jordan House. Uh, I'm a horrible person. I have not registered to vote properly. I almost did it, but then they was talking about making me pay something. And I was like, should I have to pay to register? That didn't seem right. So I just kind of. No. So what you would have to do is vote. I can't think of the word because this is what I'm going to have to do this next time because I'm going to have to change my license, but I'm registered. I don't know. I haven't looked into it. I don't know if I'm going to still have to vote in fucking Denton County because I have not changed my license yet. So I'm registered still in Denton County at my address in Louisville. So I had to go all the way to Louisville to vote. So I almost didn't do it because I was like, honestly, does it matter? Who I want to win is not going to win. Are we going to talk about who you want to win? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> I don't have time for that. Elizabeth Warren hit it. <laughs> Continue with the uh, story. 
So, but I also wanted to vote on some of the smaller things as well. Big fan. Um, I definitely voted on a pri- on a Democratic ballot. It is what it is. Our binary system sucks ass. It is what it is. Um, so in my precinct, um, because I forgot that the primaries you have to like pick a ballot and that's all you get to like choose from. Um, but either way, when I looked up my voting uh station um my polling location it happened to be the same place that i voted for uh whatever the last main election was happened to be the same as the democratic polling place so that worked out for me in my favor because i honestly didn't look that hard because i would end up looking like this lady so first of all i get there at 655 the technical rule is if you're in line at seven your vote counts no matter how long you have to stay in line this has been one of the most um One of the biggest voter turnouts in a while, my mom sent me an article that said that a lot of votes in Dallas County, they don't even know if they got counted. Mm. Um, Court filing requests recount says results from 44 machines omitted, not even counted. And they don't even know what it was, which party they don't, they don't even know to tell you what it would affect. They, they just don't know. It was a shit show. And I was in Denton County, so who knows what the fuck was going on in Dallas County, where the population is more dense. But people were coming out. They wanted their opinion counted. So the church that I vote at is usually in, like, the fellowship hall, and the line might go straight out of the door into, like, the lobby area, and that's it. Because I've never been able to get there early. I always forget to early vote, and I've never been able to get there until, like, after work. I might get out of work early. So I'm usually one of the... Later people that go in, but at most I've waited is like 20 minutes at most. I get in. (laughs) This line is wrapped and bent around so much inside this church. I can't figure out which direction is which. And someone just points me at a hallway. So I go to turn down the hallway and I didn't get far. So (laughs) if you can imagine the from the end of the pulpit... Then there's the sanctuary, there's a lobby, and then there's a hallway of classrooms. And then parallel to that is like a fellowship hall where they actually have like the where you like eat meals and whatnot mm-hmm. is where they actually have the where voting. Break bed. Yeah. So the line was snaked. <laughs> you like that the pun intended. Mm. Um, <laughs> down the hallway of classrooms, back around to the lobby. It went back and forth in the lobby, into the sanctuary. Down the aisle to the pulpit, back up the sanctuary, then down the sidewall into the poles. And I was like, is this really that important? But I was like, you know what? I'm here. I made it. It's 6.55. Fuck it. Two more people got in behind, got in line behind me, and that was it. We were the last three. So, and of course, we waited long enough. After an hour, a lot of people were bailing out. A lot of people left. They were like, fuck this shit. It's not that important. I'm out. And a lot of people were like kind of saying, because so when I first got there, there was kind of like a library quiet to everything. It was like, we were off in a standing line. None of us expected it to be this big of a deal. So we're just going to act like it's not. But the girl in front of me would not shut up. And she, it was one of those things where like, if you don't speak about the pain, the pain's not there. Mm. But she came in right, we kind of walked in the door at the same time, would not stop talking about what was happening. And it only made it worse. Literally, like, she just kept saying, I just did not think it would be this bad. And who she was really doing it for is her husband later came in with the baby. He did not want to be there at all. He had no intention of voting. (laughs) So she was really doing it for his benefit. But it was making all of us who are in this teeny tiny hallway who don't want to speak to each other, like, even more, like, frantic about why we should even be there. But it was moving decently. So we get down the, the classroom hallway back out to the lobby And she and her husband finally bailed out. But we sat in that space for like 30 to 45 minutes. And I was like, what did, what happened? What's happening? What's going on? And I'm looking at the women that are right at the door to go into the room to finally get your ID checked and get your ballot. And they're like getting really frustrated on some like, I can do this better. And I know the ladies who run our polling, they're always like these super old women who are retired and have nothing to do. And I'm like, they're getting mad at these old women. They think they can do better. Mm. Whatever. And then finally, one of the ones that's getting the most frustrated turns around and goes, is anybody good with computers or anything like that in this place? And so immediately, like five millennials hands shoot up and there's like a little white girl close to the door 
that they let in. So she goes in within like 30 seconds, she comes back out and the girl at the door goes, the printers have toner. We're good to go. So we sat for an extra 45 minutes simply because the printers weren't working. But what wasn't working is those old ladies didn't know how to load toner back wow. in the printers. So that's number one. Sheesh. So while this is happening, we're standing there. Nothing's we're not moving. People are sitting down. They're like trading spaces on the little couch in the lobby. Like we're not going anywhere. This man, this six foot tall man was on my back the whole time. And he kept getting closer and closer. We're literally standing in a church lobby. Move. We're not going anywhere. And he's talking loud as hell on the phone. And he like gets on the phone. And I was like. Did this man just take an interview? Because he goes, yes, Madam President, I, I'm here. And I was like, did he just, what is happening? And then he gets on the phone and I realized he has jumped on a church board conference call about an issue with the choir director. What? So they're going on and on about this choir director, uh, Sister Adria. They are moving her out of her position of power. Mm. He hopped on the call to back up Sister Adria, but he's done with music. I can tell you his whole life story. He teaches at a school in Louisville. He's not doing any music anymore, but someone pulled him in because that is the love of his life. And he loves to help children and he loves, and they love putting on programs and he loves connecting the arts to the, to God and whatnot. And Sister Adria did such a good job, but that's not what Sister Adria did. She did what she could, blah, blah, blah. Like just, <laughs> just defending her and Madam President, that's not what I'm no that's not what I meant now in the meantime he arguing with these people about her keeping her director position in this like church board mm. he cut me <laughs> I was like cause I'm standing there he's getting closer and closer and closer and then he just steps directly in front of me and we're not moving <laughs> I was like this dude really just cut my ass at the at, we're, now I'm third from last now I'm second from last he's third from last did that help you sir did you get your spot back? No. I wasn't about to argue with him. We weren't moving. We literally weren't moving. He just kept floating closer and closer and closer to me. And then he just walked around me while he was arguing with them about this church director spot. And I was like, dog, something got to give. We got to go. <laughs> At this point, I've been here for an hour and 15 minutes. Just mm. standing around. And I'm tired. I've been at work all day. Work was hot. I wore a sweater and I was hot all fucking day because this weather, I can't figure it out. It was a mess. So he spent another hour while we sat in that motherfucking line having this discussion about how Sister Adria was getting removed. Then, when they, and I got so mad because he was being so loud. He also, he was like 6'4", so he had a real deep booming voice. Mm -hmm. We're in this little teeny tiny space. So we can all hear what he's talking about. You couldn't have done, y'all couldn't have done this later? Like, right. oh my God. So I got mad and I wrote down, I hope they take him off the choir. Because I didn't understand <laughs> what was happening at that point. I thought he was defending his position. And then I realized after the fact he was defending Sister Adria. And how oh. I know is, is when he got off the phone, when the whole conference call was done and he was talking all professional, he hangs up immediately Sister Adria calls him and they get to they get to getting after it. They're gossiping and whatnot. He was like, no, I'm trying to tell you. No, see, that was a lie. And I told him, I knew that was a lie. And I tried to tell him, you did a great job. You did a great job. And no one maintained that worship in the month of January like you did. You did a great job. There's nothing for you to feel bad about. That's just them doing whatever. Had to talk her up because she was upset. And she's just screaming on the other end. He was just trying to get some of that, that coochie. That you know, I don't coochie. know if he's um, a fan of coochie. Uh, yeah, one of those choir directors. Like you know? all choir directors. Yeah, a little bit. So you never know. Like, supposedly no. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he was into it. And then I wrote down for the third time, we don't need to talk. Because then when he did get off the phone with Sister Adria, he wanted to talk to me about Joe Biden's chances, which I had no intention of doing. Mm. <laughs> I'm not talking to you. I'm pretty sure that's like a big no-no. I would think in a line, in line. for vote, voting. We're not talking about it. Also, the other girl got smart. She talked to the attendant at the door and was like, is it cool if I go to my car and charge my phone? Because this line's not moving and I'll come back. Can you let me back in? And she was like, yeah, no problem. So homegirl is sitting in her, her car chilling. Smart one. Last of the line. Smartest move of the night. I'm the dumbass who sat here and listened to this whole choir conversation for an hour and then had to listen to another 15-minute conversation of him talking her back up. At this point, enough people have bailed 
that they close the sanctuary. So now it's just those of us that have been sitting in this lobby for an hour and a half with each other now. And we're we're bonding a little bit at this point. The library quiet has lifted. Everybody's kind of having like middle conversations about not much. There's um, a guy with an iPad who's t like yelling out states and letting us know who's won what so far, which I was like, don't tell me. I'm still trying to decide. <laughs> um, so then... I was still mad. <laughs> I said, this man really cut me. And we're not even moving. The Lord is looking down on him and frowning. Boy. We were also in a church, a historic church in Louisville. <laughs> and I was just, all I could think about was like, I can't wait to put down this ballot so I can go drink. And I kept thinking, is it worth staying here? But I was like, I've already been here this long. Yeah, I should you've just committed stay time. until they send me away. Because everybody kept talking about like, our votes even, are our votes even going to be counted? Are they going to like... Announce the state while we're still standing here. Like, does anybody even give a shit about Precinct 18 in Denton County in Louisville? Mm. So here's where it got real crazy. So once they got the printer fixed and people were, the line was finally moving again, we're still, our whole little snaking situation has to completely like straighten out before we even get a chance to look at the room. Mm. And people are leaving and telling us good luck at the back. <laughs> And I was like, if one more person tells me good luck, like I am fucking on Survivor. Like they were literally walking out and talking to us like we were in line at the soup kitchen and they know that the soup's running out. Mm. And we're probably not going to get a bowl. Like I was like, if they keep telling me that my situation already sucks ass, they kept telling us good luck and then telling the door attendant, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Because that girl had probably been there since 8 o'clock in the morning, just tired just off of them votes. Off of the votes and the handout stickers. Boy. So here's where it got crazy. This is why I said, you know what? We are going to talk about this on the podcast. So we're standing there. We've been standing with the same group. At this point, we're all the same person for like the last hour. And this, there was this white lady. Now, I will say at the Democratic polling place specifically, um, I was in the minority. <laughs> there was about seven of us in all 40 of the people that were in there. Mm-hmm. So there was this one white lady that was up. She was a little bit up closer. She had probably gotten there at maybe six. And um, she first made all of us look at her because she saw her friend back by where I was. She was only a couple spots ahead of me and was like, you made it. I'm so glad you made it. Did you just come over here right after work? Trying to talk to have a conversation with her across 20 people. Already annoying. So then we're just sitting there, you know, all trying to mind our business. My phone was also dying. And I was like, when this phone dies, I might die. <laughs> She all of a sudden goes, what? Excuse you? She was like, no, I looked this up. This is not what this is. No, I looked it up. Are you serious? Oh, absolutely not. And then I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, we already solved the printer situation. What else could possibly be happening? And then she looks at her friend as she's walking out the door and goes, this is a Democratic only polling place. And her friend just looked at her silently and someone was like, yeah, you didn't know that? She was like, absolutely, I did not know that. I will not be voting for anyone democratic. And she like screams her like head off and is like, this is absolutely ridiculous and like screams and then tells her friend like basically we are leaving. Get your coat and let's go. And I was like, damn, maybe your friend knew and you're just the dumbass that like showed up. Maybe she wanted to vote Democratic because she right. was like, there's no point in you staying here. Let's go. And she walks out and the man with the iPad goes, I mean, you could just stay and vote for Biden if you wanted to. And she was like, absolutely not. I would never. And then walks out. The comic relief we all needed. Because at that point, tensions are high. We're trying to figure out why the, why the fuck we haven't moved an hour and a half. So the whole room dies laughing. Just busts out laughing. Did the friend leave? Yeah, the friend left with her. She okay. listened. Because then they were like, because that's what the guy said. He was like, well, she's, this is 845. They're not going to let you in at the Republican polling place. Like, that's because everybody was like, that's, that's our own dumbass fault for not reading like we did. <laughs> so... Our little group was like kind of laughing on our own. But once we got closer to the doorway into the actual booth, there was a handwritten sign that said, this is a Democratic polling place only. And Democrat was underlined three times. And uh, she had gotten to the point where she could read that. And so the guy in our in front of us was like, damn, I know she was mad when she read that sign. <laughs> and Sheesh. we literally 
were in there for so long, all we could do was just laugh at our own dumbasses. It was one lady in there that was just like entertaining the whole crowd, talking about she was about to catch the Holy Ghost being in this church so long. <laughs> we were struggling. So the bottom line is, I was second to last to vote in that precinct in Louisville in Denton County. I hope my vote counted, but it didn't really fucking matter. Hopefully, the justices that I voted for did well. I didn't even look because I don't even want to know anything that has to do with the election. I was so tired by the time we left there. And then the girl who was behind me, because she came in later, and she was like, has the line moved at all? I said, I mean, a little bit, but you missed an event. (laughs) And then the entire room started telling her about what happened. She got a prize for being the last voter, but then my lady was so tired she couldn't get up to go get my ballot from the printer, and she took so long. I was actually the last voter because I didn't get my shit and sit down until after homegirl, so I didn't even get the prize. (laughs) What's the prize? I don't know. I didn't look. I just wanted to go. I was trying to focus on my lady and help her. I was like, you want me to get it for you? Can I do that? Is that okay? Because, like, what's going on? Man. Oh, it was so wild. It was the craziest shit I've ever done. And if you think I'm going to vote in another primary and I don't make it to early voting, you got me fucked up. This podcast ain't for you. It's not uh, that serious. I'm, I'm ready for when we're able to vote with our phones or <laughs> our TVs. Our, well, know, then the Russians really going to hack that shit. Probably, but I feel like the way that y'all vote, because I haven't <laughs> uh, it's just like an old timey ass. That's what my mom kept saying the whole way. She was like, it just doesn't make sense how hard this is. It shouldn't be this hard. Right. With the way technology has moved, advanced, and we're able to do everything else, it, the ease and the, you know, swiftness. Fucking voting is the last thing. Then on top of that, I went and sat at my little desk <laughs> and started blacking out my boxes, and my desk had a squeak to it. So every time I went to color a box, it was just going. <laughs> It's like, bruh, please, dear God, get me out of here. Like I will Rich. come to Sunday service if I can get out of here before 10 o'clock. You was just, you know, the box. Mm, mm. Actually, that was my desk. Damn. <laughs> Yo, speaking of, uh, have you seen that they made that uh, a floor mat? No. And it just says, bitch, don't wear no shoes in my house. <laughs> I'm ordering that shit. <laughs> I just haven't gotten around to it. I've seen it on Instagram ads. They're undefeated. <laughs> they will have me click on every one of them fucking ads. Yeah, they are completely. I'm like, ooh, what's these? Yeah, Instagram ads are definitely way better than Facebook ads. Man, for the sure. targets, and, man. Uh, light years ahead of YouTube ads. YouTube ads are such trash. Trash. I'm so glad that hopefully, I mean, it might it might take a while to peter out because he spent so much money. But the if Bloomberg I Bloomberg ads, I am so over Bloomberg ads. I don't need to see another one in my life. Who these primaries just really wore me out. I did not. I showed up at that thing at six fifty five. I didn't leave that parking lot till nine thirty. Oh, I ought to put. I almost up. didn't make it to Target on time. Just for your votes for that Elizabeth Warren girl. <laughs> That's why. Huh. It was so stressful. Well, the the whole thing. I'm really not big into politics, but it seems like it's corrupt. They fucked Bernie, and you know, they they have their guy. So and Dallas County is like the only county that's really truly blue, and that's the one where we're missing who knows how many votes. <laughs> mm. It's all a conspiracy. It's like scandal with Olivia Pope and she fixed that election. <laughs> you popers know what I'm talking about. Not popers. Is that what y'all are called? I don't know. I quit watching it. <laughs> but I remember when she fucked up that election. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> if you haven't watched Scandal yet, it's over. That show is over with. Oh. I think. I don't know. Is Scandal over? You asking the wrong one. You know I don't watch it. Let me know. Let me know in the comment section. Because I, I forgot. Uh, so that that was the Jordan fucking voting story. Bruh. That was rant number one of the week. You have more, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to take a break before we get into <laughs> your your other rant. Uh, what what are the oh? Let's talk about some ranchy shit. Some, okay. Uh, I want to talk about the baby. Okay. Uh, and just like what would you do type situation is what I was trying to get at. So, uh, this story just happened today, uh, Sunday when we record. Uh, the baby was in the club, as an artist is. Have you? Do you know what's going on? I read the headline, but I didn't actually look at the video. Or okay, anything. so uh, 
He's walking in the club. Uh, there is a woman who has her phone with the flash on recording. Somehow, some way, people are still a little confused, but the phone camera with the flash hits him in the face. <laughs> Bop, one good time. Baby's reaction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, he didn't do that. He smacked the shit out this woman. Oh. Like one swift like hook just bop and kept walking. So, turns out is a woman. He didn't know who it was. He said he couldn't see what was going on. The flash was in his eye. Somebody just hit him in the phone, in the face with the phone. He retaliated. Smacked her. He, he apologized. I ain't even listened to the apology because it doesn't really matter. It's a baby. <laughs> uh so now the question is, is that right? Man. Now let me ask you why. I'm even bringing this up. Now, of course, he's wrong for putting his hands on anybody. He shouldn't be doing that. But if you're in the club and people are pulling and dragging at you all mm-hmm. the time, I understand you're a celebrity. You kind of wanted this for yourself. You wanted the money. But let's say he was drinking. I feel like I'm mansplaining a bit. But, you know, shit happens. If it was a dude, it would just be, baby, knock the shit out that nigga. Well, didn't he already push a girl? I think he has. Because he uh, something with his bodyguard, there was a misunderstanding. Baby does a lot of crazy shit. <laughs> what the baby should start doing is just not going to clubs. Don't go to clubs or only go through the kitchen. Go through the kitchen, go straight to your table, do not go through the crowd. You yeah. can't do it no more. Because everybody wants that, you know, that clout, that fame, that, mm-hmm. that viral moment. They're trying to be the next meme, literally. And now you are the meme because I want to see that footage of her getting smacked if she was recording. Because <laughs> it got to be the Snapchat or the IG Live or whatever when she thought she was going to get the baby walking the baby. through. And then that nigga just, what did the five finger say to the face? <laughs> Smack the shit out of her. I mean, I can't say, I mean, you know, when I drop the phone in my own face, I'll be ready to fight somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't say that my initial reaction wouldn't be to just swing on the first thing that I see. If a phone hits me in the face, yeah. especially if I'm like intoxicated, it's a lot going on. I'm stressed and there's I'm anxious because I'm getting always trying you, yeah, by a lot of bodies. He's little too. The baby looked like a baby. <laughs> this this basically what it is, y'all. He had a temper tantrum. Let's not be mad at him because he's a baby. Okay. <laughs> sure. Working on these dad jokes. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, it it sucks. Uh, I just wanted to briefly talk about that because I seen it. On I mean, it's just it's just a sucky situation. Like you shouldn't put your hands on nobody, but like the risk you take of putting your phone in somebody's face. Yeah, I don't know. What to never, tell you. never, you know, uh, put yourself in someone's personal bubble, celebrity or not. And I think that's what a lot of people do and think when they see the celebrity that they like, love, whatever. They're like, oh my God, this is somebody I've been seeing on my phone. They should instantly have a reaction and appreciation. I'm that I entitled enjoy them. Yeah. to their time and space and physical interaction because I love them so much. Right. And I always think if I ever see like any celebrity, because there's a few I know I kind of fan out a little bit, but then you still need to approach them because they're still fucking human beings. Be like, mm-hmm. how are you doing? If you did with somebody, how are y'all doing? Do you mind if I get a photo? Do you mind if. I can get a podcast drop. Do you mind if I can get <laughs> anything? You know what I'm saying? Since I do, you know, adore you or I'm a fan or whatever, but you can't just bombard them and be like, motherfucker, what's up? For example, mm-hmm. I met Marshawn Lynch in a club in <laughs> Oakland. And I was with my friend and I was like, that's Marshawn Lynch. And he was like, don't go up there. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going, to, I'm going to talk to Marshawn. And I just walked up to him politely and said, how you doing, Marshawn, man? You the GOAT. I really fuck with you. He said, thank you. And I walked smooth the fuck off. <laughs> and he was—he looked like he was he was zoned out. He was like, yeah, man, appreciate it, appreciate it. I was like, all right, I just need to tell you that. You also talked to Joe Coy one random night in Addison. I did. And um, what King Batch, was that who that I was? I did, yeah. And you told King Batch, hey, man, I fuck with your videos. <laughs> yeah. You, that's all you got to do. I be forgetting. I forgot about that shit. But you just got to be like, hey, I fucks with it. 
It was know, raining too, and they yeah, were trying to hop in their Uber. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, "Yo, that's that's that nigga." I'm finna speak to that motherfucker. <laughs> I just, you know, you just gotta speak. Say when hello. I talked to Crit, I felt bad for him because he looked real tired. So I just asked him if he was hanging in there. And me and uh, one of our good friends was in the back. Dying. Not that time. Oh, I didn't talk to him the- that time because I wasn't about to. And I feel weird talking to him at concerts because I feel like that's like. A lot of work to do. Yeah, you did go to the fan sign and shit. Yeah, I went to a meet and greet. Yeah. <laughs> the only meet and greet I've ever gone to, and I got some bomb ass merch. It's still some of my favorite shirts. I <sighs> blah blah blah. Chris whatever. Here. Whatever. <laughs> uh, also, Jordan. Jordan really can't chime in, and I really can't speak on it. But uh, great music it was a great music weekend. Uh, number one, Megan, after you know the contract disputes dropped her uh, EP. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janae Aiko dropped her motionless EP. <laughs> so women all on Twitter this week was like, "Which hoe do I want to be?" Losing their minds. Do you want? Did you want to be? You know, Megan a stallion or ah, you know, a hot girl summer, or <laughs> did you want to be, you know, the pussy fairy and be all emotional all weekend? Because that's what Janae had put out. <laughs> Uh, and I was neither because I'm a boy and I was fucking with the Sassy Savages album all day Friday, also known as Lil Uzi Vert. The uh, Sassy Savage, the mean Megalord, you will respect him because he is the mascot of this week's podcast. You set it off poorly for me because you sent me that one song that I don't care Look, about. white people appropriate <laughs> black music all the motherfucking time. I haven't seen seven different renditions of the box by Roddy Rich by some country folklore <laughs> bullshit. But one was in a fucking squirrel box, <laughs> like the squirrel wallpaper. This bitch did a whole five minute rendition. A song is three minutes and forty eight seconds. Jordan, how she make the song longer? How she make the box longer, Jordan? She probably slowed it down. Exactly, the country. bullshit. So. Lil Uzi decided he uh, was going to remix Backstreet Boys, I Want It That Way. And all he did was just take five words from the song, I Want It That Way. And he made it Uzi. He put his ass on it. And I fucked with it. I really just don't fuck with Uzi in general. Maybe if it had been somebody else, I would have been into I got to put you on some, some, some cuts for Uzi. <sighs> Whatever. Lil Uzi and Pharrell, perfect combination. Actually, I do like that song. Um, Neon I, Guts. Yes, I actually did hear that. I do. Yeah. I, yep, that's on that's my the title. Perfect right now. Fucking combination. Uzi is a vibe. He is. He is. Yeah. Am I going to sit here and listen to his album through only more than once or outside of any radio cuts? No. Uh, that's not happening. And okay. that way, I don't. I didn't like it. I didn't like what he did with it. Honestly. Hmm. I don't know why it just didn't. I and I I sat there and I did like sit in like retrospective. I'm like, do I not like this because I don't like anybody fucking with the Backstreet Boys, or do I not like this because I, I don't like this? I think that's it. I think it's a combination of both. Okay. I think that's I good. set out with a negative mindset because as soon as I saw the title, I knew exactly what it was. Well, the title and your text said appropriation done correctly or some yeah. bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I knew that was gonna piss you off. I was like, let me send this. <laughs> Um, I do because I think he flipped a couple things. Because you know, I also didn't respond well to Tor- to uh, Tory Lanez. Oh, you and, didn't like Chicks Hate? Well, I don't listen to Tory Lanez in general, and uh. Uh, the the Jerry Sprunger popped up on uh, like a mixtape or some bullshit popped up on a playlist, mm. and I was like, I got all excited, and I was like, I hate this. Oh my god, I hate this. Oh my god, I hate this. I feel like, bruh, it, it's now the time for. Everything that we're nostalgic about to get re remixed. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, that was happening before. I distinctly remember listening to the radio with my dad in the car and him being like, you know what that is, right? And we'd be like, no, because I didn't go to high school in the 70s. So no. (laughs) And Chick's Tape is undefeated. And if anybody is able to remix, reflip a song in this generation, it's Tory Lanez. I just don't like the way he does it. I don't it because I don't know if the, the song Chick's Take Five isn't anywhere as good as four or three. Right. Three is a banger. That's when he was underground. He wasn't getting uh, clearances. <laughs> now he's doing like the proper way, getting the clearances, going through the actual channels and shit. That's why I took number one. This song, I mean, that album, two years. Uh, the way it's he only certain songs flips things makes my brain hurt. And if I have to hear, um, oh my god, what is it? What is that remix? It's Summer Walkers. Is it? 
The of Ushers? No. Song? That was okay. Eh. Okay. Um, no, it's an outcast flip of a girl I didn't know, I didn't think. Um, what is it? It's not is it so fresh, so clean? Yeah. Every time so when that beat gets on, I get hella hype. And then her bullshit ass voice comes on. Oh my god, it. I get so angry. Ugh. And then I had to, I literally, if you go look at my Apple music right now, that song came on and I wouldn't listen to like every Outkast album after that because I was mad. <laughs> I needed to hear original. Yeah, put you. And then I just went into a rabbit hole of Outkast. <laughs> put you in the right frame. Oh, so if nothing else, it did that. But I'm probably the only person that responded to it that way. Okay. Okay. We, we've had enough in between time. Jordan got another rant for y'all. <laughs> I've just been angry this week in general. And I haven't listened to Meg's, Megan, Megan Stallion's project. I intend to. Shame on you. You I, should at least listen to that one. Janae's, you know, whatever. I just haven't. Uh, not it's an EP. Hot take. I'm not the biggest Meg fan. I fucked with but Meg fuck- when she did Cyphers and Freestyles. I was following her years ago. And then the new shit all sounds the same to me now. Like, I feel like she caught a wave and just has been riding that wave, which good for her. It's going to make her money. But I just don't care. All the it all sounds the same. <laughs> um, and then I never really fuck with Janae like that. Sorry, shoot me. I'm not a big R and B person in general. I like like straight up bars. <laughs> but you fuck with Lizzo. I really I fuck with Lizzo because of what she represents. But her music, I've only listened to her album once. Because hmm. musically, I'm not I'm not listening to slow songs on a daily basis really at all. Like, last week I was stuck on Pop Smoke. Actually, I was stuck on him before that. Like, what else was I listening to? I've never listened to a Pop Smoke song. So, Dior kept coming up on, like, a a playlist that I was listening to. So, then I listened to the album. So, actually, that was a couple weeks ago. Because it was literally the week before he died. Mm. And I was like, well, that's weird. And then I listened to the Selena album. Then I've just been... I mean, I don't know. I just there's nothing that I'm really like all that interested in right it's now. It's not a black man. You ain't <laughs> fucking with it. I get it, Jordan. That's cool. That's not what I said. That's you not what I meant. And then I went on my outcast kick there for a while. Black was... man. <laughs> all right. Well, who? Um, I'm trying to think of like a, a, a like a woman lyricist that I really oh I went back and listened that's what I did last week I was listening to uh Missy's catalog okay <laughs> that's what I was doing it was Outcast then Missy and then this week I had to catch up on pa- podcast because it's Drag Race Drag Race is back on so I'm deep in the in the trenches of Drag Race <laughs> pun intended okay <laughs> uh so let's insert some footsteps Jordan's coming back to the stage, stepping back on the Pope soapbox. You know what time it is. It's time for white people shit. All right, let's get it. Love is Blind is overrated. Point blank, period. The show is fucking terrible. Wait, <laughs> I don't think that's a hot take because I think everybody is saying that. No, because they're saying that it's one of the shows. Okay, here, here's my thing. I'm a reality show guru. That's what I do. Trash TV is my thing. That's what I watch. I don't mm-hmm. want nothing that's going to make me think. I want some bullshit that I can watch that's going to entertain me that means nothing. That is garbage. In the realm of I, guilty pleasure reality TV, this doesn't even fall into that. I don't think that's what it was supposed to be. What was it supposed to be? From the... 30 minutes I watched, Jordan. Uh, <laughs> I tried so hard to make him watch like at least two episodes. I was like, if you will just watch these two and this one for me, please. <laughs> I I went to Chipotle, got me a little bowl, you know, a little steak. It was they was closing, so bro hooked it up on a steak. I was <laughs> fucking with him. Uh, pulled up, Jordan had sent that text. I told her, I was like, bet, I'm going to watch it. You ain't saying no bet. You were like, okay. <laughs> That's what I thought in my head. I may have sent something else. I go upstairs in my media room. I sit down. I turn it on. I'm 20 minutes in. And as soon as they dumbasses walked in the room, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> as soon as they start talking to each other, I was like, this is so fucking stupid. But the way that Nick Lachey had said it was like, this is a experiment. 
that we recorded. So I, I think maybe if you were to ask like an executive producer, he wouldn't call a reality TV like, you know, recorded experiment. So there's two schools of thought. There is a, <laughs> literally, um, there is the, this is an actual experiment. This is a like study of human emotion and connection and can it be instant and whatever, whatever, and it's real. And there is a, this is, Entertainment for entertainment's sake. Let's watch these dumbasses go in these rooms and pretend like they fell in love in 30 days. Right? Even under those contexts, fucking dumb. Maybe you should set the stage on what love Here's, connection is. I, I, on on what? Love is blind. So, oh, okay. So, the concept it'll is. take over your mind. <laughs> <laughs> they put these singles in two houses that are connected by a hallway. In that hallway... They're completely separated by walls. They can't see each other. In that hallway are what they call conversation pods, which are just little rooms with microphones everywhere and speakers coming back in, I'm guessing. I'm, I am curious as to how everything works technically, but that's the size point. Um, so they go into the rooms, and initially they speed date. So you go into a room, you can't see the other person, and you talk. And the concept is, is love blind? Can you fall in love with somebody on an emotional connection only, a conversation connection only? But here's the thing. They have 30 days to figure it out. At the end of the 30 days, if you have a connection with someone, you must propose. And then you get to meet. Then you spend like two weeks or some bullshit together, living together, meeting each other's families, whatever, whatever. Then you go to a wedding and then you decide, is love blind? And so they do and I do, and you can say I do or I don't. And not everybody says I do <laughs> at the end. Spoiler, a fucking alert. <laughs> and then there's a reunion where we figure out what the fuck happened. So the biggest thing for me with love is blind, aside from the atrocious lighting that made everybody look extra ugly, to prove that love is blind. Like these hmm. were beautiful humans. That's the other thing. There was like maybe three duds. And like there was no actual testing of if, is, is love blind type shit. And those people made no connections. Fucking shocker. Um, the It's too fucking long. They do the same shit over and over. And they stretch these episodes out into so much time. And just hang on the tiniest piece of like drama or situations and then just hammer it in for the next hour. And it's like, I, you could, I could have told you what was going to happen in the end of this episode from the beginning of this episode. And I definitely could have told you except for maybe two, what was going to happen on the last episode. The episodes need to be 30 minutes long. A B about half those episodes didn't need to exist. And I'm wondering if maybe they didn't make as many connections as they thought we're going to have. Or maybe this is what they thought the format was going to be from the beginning. And if that's the case, this is fucking dumb. And I don't care. The only reason I watched is because I was tired of seeing the fucking memes everywhere and not knowing what was happening and not being able to be part of the conversation. Because I also don't watch the Bachelor series at all. But I don't think I would mind it because I love a competition and I love dating shows and whatnot. I just never get into it because I'm watching the fuck out of Bravo all the time. It was too long and it was fucking dumb. And... If you want to see a better depiction of what, and this is going to sound crazy and stupid, but <clears throat> trust me, I'm the expert. <laughs> if you want to see a better depiction of human nature and where we are right now, or not even a better, just a more interesting version of it, X on the Beach, Peak of Love, is this generation's dating show. It, it's stupid and it's MTV celebrities and they're making shit up as they go for camera time for sure. But it is a much more interesting conversation to be had about modern day dating than fucking love is blind. <laughs> All right, Jordan. So, but let's get into love is blind. So there are, um, there is one couple, Carlton and Diamond and spoiler alert. If you don't like this, fast forward for like the next 10 minutes. Carlton and Diamond, and honestly, you can deal with the spoilers. It's not going to ruin your life. It's not that interesting of a show. They um, date, he proposes, whatever. Carlton is telling us in interviews he's bi, but he never told Diamond. Okay, that's fucked up. You proposed to this girl and never told her that you're bisexual. So they, what they do immediately after is the people that propose, they meet in this long-ass hallway, 
<laughs> and you see their initial reactions to each other's physical appearance. And it's super awkward because they, like, don't know whether to kiss, to hug, to whatever. They give each other the ring because they just propose without looking at each other. And then they go to Mexico for a week and, like, spend time with each other and develop a physical connection. Which gets weird for one of the couples. Carlton and Diamond, like, the second day, go talk at the pool. And Carlton decides to admit that he's bisexual. Diamond loses her shit. And it is so dumb and I just don't understand like yes Carlton probably should have told you before he proposed or whatever but you also got engaged to somebody you've never seen before in 30 days hmm. and he just said he was bisexual he didn't say that he was like a sex addict or that he's cheated in relationships before it was one of those things where it felt like from what she said and he acted a plum ass and then called her a bitch so in the end he's the one that's in the wrong but if he would have held kept his cool she would have looked like a dumbass because she basically had accepted the fact that he was engaged to her and had chosen her over all other women. But when he said, oh yeah, I also kind of had some relationships with guys too. She was like, hold up, hold up. Nope. There's no way we can be in a relationship because there's no way that you could also not choose any other guys. Like there's no way you could be monogamous type shit. But then they got a little crazy and he told her her wig had been slipping. <laughs> and I low key had been thinking that. And that was something else I wrote down. Cause I was like, uh, something that a lot of people, because I also got into Temptation Island, which is also a really good fucking show, is that before you go on these shows, if you need to figure out how to do your own hair and makeup, mm. because you were fixing to be in a house where you're you're living there, so you're not gonna feel like do like doing yourself up every single day. They're gonna catch you like slipping, right? And if you don't know what you're doing with yourself, it's obvious by day three, and. <laughs> You go from looking lovely, peacocking for your life, to just raggedy. <laughs> Which Diamond wasn't raggedy, but her wig was a little, kind of. So why did he call her a bitch? Because she, he told her she was bi. His biggest fear is letting people know like his situation. So he opened himself up to her because he was supposedly in love with her. And she like lost her mind and like got angry about it. So that he got angry and they started screaming at each other. She gave the ring back. He threw the ring across the pool. So it also kind of became a little reality show. Other thing is someone pointed out. So I think he just knew what he was doing. He <laughs> was um, part of Cynthia Bailey's glam squad on an episode of <laughs> Real Housewives of Atlanta and was asked to leave in like this event situation where he was mouthing off. So whatever. That situation is dumb. We're not even going to talk about Mesca. There's one couple that everybody keeps talking about. It's the white woman that let the dog drink out of her wine. I know you saw that meme. I think so. Yeah. So she's crazy and she got her comeuppance. <laughs> and there are some funny memes. I went through the memes today and they were, those, those were A plus. But the show itself, dumb, unnecessary. Good for Lauren and Cameron. They're the only successful functional relationship that came out of it. They have a YouTube channel now. I think it could work. I think you could... Uh, I don't know. It worked for Lauren and Cameron. And they do seem genuine. They were the only good thing about that show. And Mark and Jessica were fun to watch. Except for I felt really bad for Mark. Because Jessica was like... A hot mess. Messica. What... Netflix tried something new. And what they did do successfully... To have everybody fucking talk about it. They did do that. It was ridiculous enough for uh, people to feel like, you know, I can find love anywhere or whatever looks don't matter, whatever. <clears throat> and then people like you who are furious but are still fucking watching it. <laughs> I knew it was done from the first 20 seconds. I, I did was too. Like, no, nah, dog, I don't need this in my life. But I, once I, I started, don't. I needed to see how everything played and, out. And I'm not a big fan, unless it's... Uh, the real, real, I hate when I try to say this. Real world road rules challenge with bananas in them. <laughs> Not bananas in them. Yeah, that's this really should just be called the banana show. Uh, <laughs> that's probably the only like quote quote trash TV. Like when it comes to reality TV, I just can't follow along for. I can't follow along for long. <laughs> because it it just gets. I know it's all fake. Right. I know nothing in this situation is made up or is genuine. 
you're not even together genuinely. You have to schedule this shit. It's not like they just show up at your house and Cynthia and fucking uh, uh, Nene is just kicking it. <laughs> nah, y'all had to schedule that shit and make sure the cameras were there. So I, I don't know. I, and once I figured out the shows like that, I, I checked out. So that's the thing for me that I think I like about it is what are people willing to do for camera time mm. is fascinating for me. So, as a reality show connoisseur, I'm okay. here for the bullshit. Mm-hmm. You can put some dumb shit in my face. I just, I, my latest obsession has been Temptation Island, which is the dumbest concept, but the most amazing thing I've seen in a while. Yeah. Um, but no, Love Is Blind is too long. I think also, at the end of the day, it's too fucking long. Also, what what's going on is reality TV is getting. I don't want to say stale, but you're starting to see the same concept over and over. So Love is Blind had to, you know, take an experience. I'm here for... Well, Love is Blind low-key reminds me of... Um, it's like a different version of Love at F- Married at First Sight. Okay. I never actually watched Married at First Sight because I don't... TLC reality shows are really badly like you can... There's no continuity scripted. Mm-hmm. That is something I can't follow. Um I have got sucked into a couple 90 Day Fiancés, though, and Love After Lockup is hilarious. <laughs> what, what I want to see is more experiments being uh, recorded and then sold as reality TV. So the next thing that I'm going to get into is The Circle, because everybody keeps telling me I need to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I heard so about that. So I'm going to fucking watch it. But I feel like it's going to irritate me because I don't like people lying. Maybe we should just have a segment called Jordan with reality TV and you just review no. some kind of weird ass show. We don't need to do that because I'm just going to be mad the whole time. What's the point? <laughs> the shit you fake mad about because you'll be mad about something else next week. So I guess I, and the other thing is I guess I should watch The Circle because I do love Catfish but I love Catfish for the comeuppance and The Circle you like the better you are at catfishing you win. Mm. Kind of. It's like a mix of like actually being likable and knowing how to manipulate people. So I don't like, I don't, to me, that's what it seems like. I haven't watched it, so we'll see. But it seems like that, the concept is, the better you are, the more successful you may be. But mm. maybe that's your pitfall, as you think that is. Because I've heard that the actual winner, because I already know who wins, is actually a very likable person. Mm. So, I don't know. We'll see. I was just really mad that people really made me watch Love is Blind. And you and watched the fuck out of it. It was not worth it. I mean, you know. And I love Jersey Shore. So it's not like my taste level is high. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like I am just really looking for like really mind bending content. It doesn't take much to please me. Yeah. But shit, that was too much. It was too long. Too long and the lighting was bad. Y'all had to make them look that bad. Yeah. I stopped when the first episode that was like. Uh, I'm Mexican and uh, I went on a date in high school and I showed up and the parent was like, I didn't expect you to look like that. And I was like, dumb. <laughs> Home button. And that's Mark, a 50-50 part of Mexica. And uh, Mark got played, bless his heart, little sweet thing. Now they're just going to do spinoffs. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mark needs his own dating show. Yeah. Um, Netflix may be on to something. I will say there is a very funny like clip. If you ever want to take the time, they did their bachelor parties and bachelorette parties together. And Jessica, the other half of Mesca, gets wasted and um, just starts talking to the girl who got engaged to one of the guys she thought she was going to be with. Um, crazy and drunk. And... That girl, Amber, is just, like, casually stroking her hair and just telling Jessica, like, I will fucking kill you. So, I'm just letting you know, like, because she was saying, I would never want your man. Un- unprovoked. She just went up to her and was like, Amber, I just want you to know, I am so happy for you. I would never want to be with your guy. Y'all are so perfect. And Amber's just like, mm-hmm. So, I just, like, want you to know that if I ever find out that you were, like, messing with Bartlett... I will fucking kill you. Just so you know, I'd whoop your ass. All <laughs> over people they have never seen before. But yeah, the memes were funny. I'll say that. There's a meme of um, Bartlett's face when Amber's listing all of her student debt that he didn't realize she had. <laughs> and how he's going to have to take that on because she doesn't have a job at the moment. But he's already engaged her. 
Hell. Huh. Do, do you think that you could be engaged in 30 days? No. I can't even be, I can't even tell someone let's be exclusive. <coughs> Much less, no. 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 Mm. That's something else we were talking about because their real families and friends, I mean, supposed, come to, like, the weddings and, like, they have a conversation with them. Like, literally, they, like, meet up with their best friends or their families and are like, yeah, so I fell in love with this person. Okay, so, (laughs) Lauren and Cameron. Lauren is a beautiful black woman. Cameron is a really hot white guy. Lauren's dad, she basically described as, like, Malcolm X. And she keeps talking to her family and her friends and is like, I know I'm really pro-black, but I fell in love with a white guy. (laughs) And like, it's this, they don't talk about it a lot. They don't get that deep on Netflix. Mm. But she does bring him to her dad and is kind of like, so, you know that white man you told me was always the devil? I'm engaged to one. What the fuck? That was kind of interesting. But dad ended up being like, I love you. So you're on thin ice, young man. But like, also, <laughs> so um, two. So her parents are divorced. So he meets mom and dad separately. He meets mom, and it comes up that he was a rapper, and so he, mom makes him freestyle. So he does. He raps an old rap. Then he goes to meet dad, and dad is like, "Can you basically handle a black woman?" Is kind of what he's coming at him with, and he's like, "Well, you know, I've been in an interracial relationship before," and he was like, "That's not what I'm asking." basically like that means nothing like you can say you have a black friend or you had a black girlfriend that don't mean you're not racist son so what's up (laughs) in so many words but he was like very polite about it he was like yeah I'm watching you shit alright we've learned that show is stupid (laughs) but y'all go watch it go support it I guess I don't know Maybe I'll I'm tell you about the, the circle sauce. next week. I don't think I'm gonna watch it, but we'll see. Cause Drag Race is back on, and Drag Race is really crazy this season. So we're not talking about Drag Race too. I won't. I won't. But I'm excited for it. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? So there was a new TikTok this week. Oh yeah. Speaking of memes. Um, I, I need to start finding the originator of these, but the original concept is, um, it's the, it's a, what's the song? Uh, <laughs> we know it's Drake. All the Drake's music sounds the, the same. Drake says flip the switch in a song. <laughs> yes. He has a song called nonstop. And uh, then someone on TikTok got in a mirror with their boyfriend. And they switched clothes. After they flip the switch. Mm-hmm. So, uh, TikTok does what TikTok does. I've seen them through Twitter. And it's just ridiculous situations. The first one I saw was definitely on Facebook. <laughs> so, I've seen one. The, the favorite ones are parents with their children. Convincing them and fooling them enough to hold a phone <laughs> for eight seconds without moving doing anything just standing still it was a dude that had like a six month old yeah and then put the diaper on he was looking hella skinny yeah that was a lot like how in the fuck did you manage to trick your kid that long (laughs) cause you know he gonna be like phone got colors time to mess with it yeah damn that's tough tough but then today (laughs) Elizabeth Warren and Kate McKinnon, oh. dressed as Elizabeth Warren, did one. And that just did it all. Jesus. Sent it into the ground. Nail in the that coffin. It. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> I, I seen that. I watched that one like 10 times. Like, I, no I did too. Because the they, they there's no difference. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? And once when the old white people get a hold of a meme, you got to kill the meme. It's just like the mannequin challenge and Jerry Jones. Yeah. Once when, <laughs> once when they get it, like, why in the fuck? Do I want to be cool anymore? <laughs> so if you're flipping the switch tomorrow, it's over. You missed it. Yeah, you man. missed the wave. Sorry. Do you have a TikTok yet? Not yet, man. I'm gonna make one eventually because I feel like it's about time that because it's this chick, the little <laughs> slight plug named Tina Turtle. Have I talked about her yet? No. Uh, she has a TikTok and she just basically like makes TikToks, put them on Twitter, gets hella love on Twitter. 
But now she's like is trying to get endorsements and shit. <laughs> and I think she's starting to successfully get it. She fine as shit. And she just does silly shit, like just change outfits and like, oh, this is my fashion over outfit and this is my But she does it like in a cool little sleek little cute way. Did a whole basically I wanna be Tina Turtle now. <laughs> Wait, isn't Tina Turtle from uh Bayside High? Lisa Turtle. Lisa Turtle, okay. <laughs> Tina Turtle. Ooh, I'm going to be, uh, what's Screech last name? I don't fucking know. I'm going to be Screech. a hood, hood something Screech. <laughs> the hood Screech. Savage Screech. Street Screech. There we go. <laughs> Street Screech. That sounds like something you get after you get the coronavirus. <laughs> Speaking of which, and fine people, there. I meant to mention this when we were talking about coronavirus. Pornhub has a coronavirus genre now. It's only right. <laughs> Porn is life's parody. <laughs> so whatever's going on, people want to just watch it fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what is going on in life. They just want to see it fuck. The, uh, it was something else crazy that happened in the world and they were making porn over it. Just like anything, like Donald Trump. Yeah. Trump porn was Definitely a thing at one point in time. And Stormy. Yeah, Stormy Daniels when she came back out. <laughs> uh, damn, it was something else crazy. And I was like, why in the fuck do people want to watch this? Daddy daughter porn. Everyone just. <laughs> Forever. Family porn. Number one, what has happened? And that's the biggest thing right now. It is. If you got a, a daddy and you a daughter and you're fucking. It's on Pornhub for some reason. If you watch that kind of porn, <laughs> I want you to hit hit us up in the email. Because I got questions. Like, where do you get off? Like, I get everybody has kinks. I'm not kink shaming. I'm just trying to figure it out. Like, did you? Never mind. Just hit me up. Hit us up, man. Yeah. Everybody marinate on that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, for real, man. If you, nah, <laughs> we got anything else? Nah. Jordan, you was mad all <laughs> week, so it's only right you wrap us up, bro. All right. Well, if you didn't know already, I'm clearly quick to anger. <laughs> but while you can always rely on my temper, at least. The lessons to be learned in my shrieking are equally reliable. Big facts. <laughs> yeah, man. So, whatever you do, when you're out here in these streets, don't be mad like Jordan. <laughs> and don't be the next me. Holla. Deuces. Hey, man, if you just enjoyed what you listened to, please be sure to like, comment, review, and share to all of your social medias. And we are on certain socials on Instagram at You Mad It's a Meme and on Facebook at You Mad It's a Meme Podcast. And make sure you go and like, comment, and share those posts as much as you possibly can. Also, man, if you want us to talk about something specific, uh, something you've seen on your timeline, something that you got fake mad at, be sure to hit us at you mad at some mean podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. <laughs>